Naughty Boys and Girls because here's where it gets good. gang thank you for hanging out with the always funny and philly podcast of course today's episode is brought to you by well well just me just me there isn't a second entity helping this show be created is it just me and that's fine that's completely fine i prefer it that way but it's not going to stop me from doing the show don't need a producer don't need help because all we do here is we take every episode of always sunny in philadelphia season per season and we talk about them in depth. I give you, I give you the, uh, you know, the rundown of how the episode goes, and why it's so good. All the really funny bits. And uh, as I've noticed, there's a lot of people that enjoy this show, and I'm just thankful for you guys because you know what that means. That means we're already friends. And why do I say that? Because you like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. That right there in itself says uh, we're best friends. But today we're looking at Season 3, Episode 8, and it is simply called Frank Sets Sweet D on Fire. And I think you already know what that means. I think you have an idea as to what that means. Now, is it something, is it crazy? Is it insane stuff? Probably. That's the way the show goes. But let's dive into this right now, guys. We don't want to waste too much time. But I do also want to apologize to everybody who I, I said in the last episode, you're going to get two episodes. Couldn't find the time to do it, so that's why we're here now. But you can also follow the show on Twitter at AlwaysFunnyPod. Uh, you know, it's a place to go to hang out with people that are similar to you. People like myself that find Always Sunny in Philadelphia to be one of the best shows out there. So follow us on Twitter. Start Start communication, start conversations with people around you. Or not people around you, but uh, you get it. You get it. Alright, like I said, Season 3, Episode 8. Let's check it out right now. Okay, now you're talking my language. Alright, so to begin the episode, it starts out at 6 o'clock in the evening on a Wednesday. And Frank is already telling everybody how bored he is. Because if you don't already know, when it comes to this show... Most of the reasons that they get into stuff is because they're bored. There's nothing to do. They got to find something to occupy their time because they're clearly not working. So Frank is actually in the bar with both Dennis and Dee. And they're looking through magazines, but Frank is telling them, I'm fucking bored. Let's do something. Aren't you, so, aren't you guys sick of just sitting around drinking all day? And they're like, what? No. And... You know, you're just sitting here confused. You're like, oh, obviously these guys are obsessed with themselves. But Frank wants to do something. He wants to go out and do something. And basically anything, right? Now, as they're sitting there, Charlie and uh, Mac come in the door. They come in hot. And they start telling the other guys. They're like, hey, guys, uh, turn on the TV right now. And apparently it's because <laughs> Mac witnessed an accident and they asked him about it they 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 asked him questions they were like hey did you see what happened and he was on tv and he's excited he's saying hey i popped i popped 
but he so clearly didn't pop. But this does inspire the rest of the show. Now, as everybody's sitting there preparing to watch this this clip of Matt going crazy, he, he tells them, you know, pay attention, guys. I popped. I went on for like 20 minutes. And then you go and you watch the clip, and Mac is only in there for a second where they're like, and this is what they, and this is what one witness had to say. It was absolutely crazy. <laughs> like, that was it. It was just one thing of him saying it was absolutely crazy. And that's actually how it inspired Mac to, well, Mac and Charlie both to start going back to creating news themselves, filming the news that they want to see. Because the newscaster went in and chopped up his little, his 20 minute rant. They chopped it up. So Charlie and uh, Mac are reinvested in being newscasters themselves. Or at least reporters, I guess you'd say. Journalists, maybe not? I don't know. They definitely have a microphone and a camera. So as I constantly say, this is one of those shows where every beginning or intro to the episode foreshadows what's going to occur. And in this episode, you hear how Frank, remember, he was so bored. I'm fucking bored. I'm, I'm beyond bored. I'm, I'm about to die. So he wants in on the action. He wants to go and, and uh, do this with them. He wants to go with Mac and Charlie. But D, she says, you know what? That's a bad idea because every time you're involved, somebody gets hurt. And obviously this episode is called Frank Sets Sweet D on Fire. So there's your foreshadow, folks. I use stickers all the time, oh dude. Oh, God. So now they're at a point where Charlie has his camera. He's got the camera. Frank's involved. Charlie decides to tape a flashlight on top of the camera because, you know, good lighting. That's key to being a news person. Now, their general idea for filming this stuff, for making their own news, is because they think that they're going to get it on public uh, public access. Yes. No, public access TV. Now, in doing that, obviously, Mac is a little upset, and he says, okay, let's look at some of this quality entertainment that's available to us on public access. And sure enough, it's just a guy in (laughs) tiny blue shorts dancing in front of a green screen. Now, I don't think that's very quality. Most of us don't, but it did become intriguing. You're like, I almost can't stop watching him. It's fascinating. And also, pretty good rhythm. Pretty good dancer. It's so deep in the point of of not being able to stop watching that uh, Dee and Dennis end up having to come over and watch it as well. And they're like, well, wow, this is weird. Mac's like, should I turn it off? They're like, no, well, I mean, let's watch it for a few more minutes. Let's see what's going to happen. So, obviously, Dennis and D don't believe that this is going to work out for them. They don't think that they're going to get any news that's worthy of people watching. So, they say, people want to see celebrities. They want to see rich and famous people because they can ultimately get away. It's a, it's a getaway for them from their own stresses because they get to live vicariously through a celebrity. And then Dennis and D start thinking, well, you know, 
Paris Hilton is famous because she just gets drunk and people take pictures of her. So Dee says, I can do that. I can be a dirty drunken whore. <laughs> I can do it. And Dennis says, well, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe a couple upskirts, a couple nip slips. You'll be famous in no time. But obviously Dee doesn't want that. But if you're just like a regular person who's semi-attractive in a place, it's not going to matter that much. Something extreme has to happen. Jesus, Jesus, Frank. Jesus, Frank. Jesus, Frank. Jesus, Frank. Jesus, Frank. My life is a lie. My life is a lie. Now, the first place that Mac and, and uh, Frank and Charlie end up is a nursing home because they think a lot of shady shit goes on in nursing homes. Smells like a bottom of a birdcage, yes. Is shady stuff going on all the time in every one of these facilities? No. But they do say that it's much like a prison. And Frank is like, what do you mean, like getting ass raped? They're like, no, what? <laughs> what? These are old people. What are you talking about? So they're just trying to get like an inside scoop on the shady stuff. And one of the old guys in there says something about this lady who steals pudding or something. And she's like, I don't bullshit. Like it, it gets pretty raw right here. And there's nothing funnier than old people acting like juveniles. Now, the old woman ends up turning out to be an uh, old racist lady. And she's accused of stealing the grapes. Mac does a decent job, his first interview. But he's uh, very sweaty. <laughs> and people notice. And then that, that makes him, you know, Frank and Char uh, Charlie are like, dude, it's, it's freezing in here. Like, why is it so cold in the nursing home? Because meat spoils slower in the fridge. It's obviously a stupid, <laughs> an idiotic way of saying, oh, well, they're, you know, they're old people and the temperature is going to keep them from dying faster. But because they didn't really find anything worthy of public access television, they set out to Chinatown, Koreatown, whatever, because they think <laughs> plenty of shady shit goes on here. Plenty of shady shit there, right? While they're looking for the story, they end up finding these these men who are passing fish back and forth. And Frank starts saying, hey guys, what if we just make up a pandemic? Let's say one of these guys is sick. And speaking of the coronavirus, uh, weird. But while they're standing there watching these guys <laughs> look at their fish, trade fish back and forth they decide they see a group they see a group gathering outside of a place they're all looking inside through the glass windows and the first thing they think is oh there must be a fight there must be a karate match going on so they go to check it out once they actually get through the crowd they find out that it's just two people playing Wii tennis that's right they're just playing tennis. Because I think the, the moral of this part of this episode is simply, you, when you're looking for the news, when you're looking for the crazy stuff to happen in the world, you won't find it. Because it is so random. Now while they're actually standing there watching these people play, play the video game, a man starts choking 
But at first, Frank is like, bird flu, bird flu. Because he's just coughing. Then they realize he's choking. They don't know what to do. And then they just say, well, somebody punch him in the stomach. So Mac punches him. Saves his life. The main problem with this, there's no tape in the camera. Because when Charlie taped up, taped the flashlight to the top of the camera, he didn't put the tape in before that. <laughs> and he didn't have more tape. So in his head, he's thinking, well, better to have the light. Because he got no more tape. Like, ridiculous, obviously. Tools! This is a duct tape, zip ties, and gloves! I have to have my tools! We are all from a place where secrets are everywhere. Whether it's unsolved true crimes, urban legends, or ghost stories, here at Dead Town, nothing is off the limits. Every episode we dive into the pits of the obscure. Dead Town combines horror with comedy to bring you the most interesting and entertaining topics in the most digestible way. Join in with your own stories by contacting the show at yourdeadtown at gmail.com. Now gather up your friends, Turn on the lights because you won't want to listen alone. Welcome to Dead Town. Let's get curious. Okay. I have to have my tools! Okay, so as we've already seen, the guys aren't making very good progress with what they're doing. Yeah, Max saved a life, but did he get anything out of it outside of his satisfaction of doing it? No, because Charlie didn't put a fucking tape in the camera, so they planned to recreate it. Now, as they're planning this, we are now looking at Dee and Dennis trying to progress their, <laughs> I don't know, their, uh, I guess their plans. Their plans to get famous. And how they're going to do that? is D is going to act like a drunken crazy person. Get some upskirts and nip slips, right? Now, as they're standing there waiting to get into the club, turns out Deandra's actually drunk. She got drunk well before they got into the club. So drunk so that she ends up deciding to pass out in a pile of garbage. Night-night. But Dennis still gets to go inside. Because the, the women in front of him say, hey, come in with us. And they give him some ecstasy. Here you go, buddy. This is going to be a different type of night. Let's go. And the next scene is Dennis dancing his ass off. So, Dennis basically tells Dee that he's the one trying to make them famous. After he wakes her up out of the garbage outside. And the next time that they try to go to the club, they try a different tact. And <laughs> that doesn't work either. So D is not getting into the clubs. So for this whole plan to go into into play, <laughs> she's going to have to figure out a way to get inside. Because it hasn't happened yet. And Dennis just keeps going inside and doing ecstasy and losing sleep. Sleeping the day away, partying at night. Now due to the fact that Dennis is actually getting in the clubs, he runs into guess who? That's right, dancing guy. From the beginning, the guy from the All Access show, Public Access. 
He's dancing right next to him. Pretty impressive. That's like a celebrity. So since Dennis is actually the one getting into the clubs and Dee can't get in the clubs, she comes to the conclusion, hey, I gotta find something else to do. Now as she's doing this, she runs into the guys again. And it's Frank, Mac, Charlie, and they're planning on rescuing a box of kittens from a building. But what is the, what's the risk? All you have to do is go into this random building, grab the kittens, and walk out, right? But that's not the case. There's something else more nefarious going on underneath. And that is, Frank is going to set the building on fire. So when Mac figures, figures this out, he says, I don't want to fucking do that. What? And they decide, well, what a better candidate than Dee Reynolds because she wants to be famous. And due to the fact that she wants to be famous, she's willing to do some things. And we don't have to tell her about the fire. And that's what she does. <laughs> she goes into this building not knowing they're going to set it on fire. Just to save some cats. And to be famous. Tell me it was good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me that was good. Tell me I'm good. It clearly doesn't go well. Dee doesn't... She ends up getting the kittens out. Yeah. But she gets caught on fire. And then when she does come out, she throws the cats. <laughs> so that doesn't look good. Gonna be hard to get people to be like, ah, oh, she's a hero. When she also threw the cats. So Frank says, we gotta do this again. We gotta go again. We gotta get a proper take. Much like Max saving that dude's life, they gotta, re they gotta do it again. And they're gonna make him look more heroic. Mac, Dennis, or Mac, D, and Frank are also, while they're deciding that they should do this again because they're watching the tape, they end up shutting the tape off and just watching the dancing guy. And that's when they're introduced to diaper time. And diaper time is exactly what you think it is. It's just people dancing with diapers on. You know, because. Now they set it up. They set up reshooting this. And while... The reshoot seems like a good idea. They obviously can't burn down a building. So they make Dee think that she's going to save these kittens from a well. They put these kittens into a well and say, go get the kittens. And she's more receptive of this because it's full of water. There's no real way that they should be able to set this well on fire. So Dee's like, okay, well, I guess I'll do it because... I should be more safe, and this is a lot more dangerous. This is dangerous already by having to go in here and get these cats. No reason to add fire to the equation. But, of course, that's not their style. That's not Frank, Mac, and Charlie's style, right? They got to go to the extreme. They got to go to the next level. So while uh, Mac and them are checking the tape... Looking at how D responded, <laughs> Dennis comes out of his room and he's like, hey guys, can you keep it down trying to sleep, just got home type of uh, situation. And they start making fun of him like, oh, you're a club kid now? You go into the clubs, that's what you do? You know, because it's five o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and you're just now getting up or going back to sleep or continuing the cycle, whatever it may be. Dennis begins to make a plan to get D into the clubs because he's he's gotten into the club so deeply 
He says, I'll do what I can to get her into the clubs, make her semi-famous, then make her save some cats. Because nobody gives a shit about a regular person saving somebody's life, but a celebrity? Now you got yourself a story. And of course that's ass backwards and doesn't make any sense, because how often are celebrities putting themselves <laughs> in harm's way for a random stranger? I mean, come on! But anyways, yeah, that's what... That's what takes place. So Dennis does get her into some clubs. And that means she got to do some ecstasy. Well, first of all, through God, all things are possible. So jot that down. The last couple minutes of this episode is Frank and them putting together the conveyor belt in which a cat will be going down and getting chopped at the end unless Dee can save the cat. And they're doing this in the bar. And that's when Dennis and uh, Deandra show up after a long night of partying take an ecstasy and the the guys kind of make fun of him <laughs> like that's that of course that's going to happen because of the choices you made and they decide to watch the dancing guy they say you know what let's put the dancing guy back on let's unwind or let's wind down and they're watching the dancing guy and sure enough guess what <sighs> you got it you got it you know exactly what happens Diaper time. Except this time, during diaper time, they show some faces of some people in the clubs. <laughs> and a couple of those faces are Dee and Dennis. And they're wearing diapers, just dancing their asses off. Because that's what you do. That's what ecstasy does to you. That's what being a club kid is. Newsflash, asshole! Alright guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Always Funny in Philly podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 8, and what a phenomenal show it is. I love the show, so funny. I just recently finished the Season 14, and let me just say, they get it. They get it. In this weird PC culture that we all live in, Always Sunny in Philadelphia gets it. Still one of the best shows out there by far. But I am Patrick, and this has been... Always funny in Philly. Check the episode description for links to all the things outside of the show and ways to support. I will see you, and you will hear me in the next episode. Now, that would be creepy if I could see you, but you only heard me. That's just weird. All right, I'm out of here. Tell me it was good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me that was good. Tell me I'm good. Later, dudes. S you in your A's. Don't wear a C and J all over your B's. They took you, nightmen, and you don't belong to them. They left me in a world of darkness without your sexy hands, and I miss you, nightman, so bad. <clears throat> what is going on up here? I never know, man. Yeah, I like that. Dayman. Day Dayman. Fighter of the Nightman. Champion of the sun. Sun. You're a master of karate and friendship <laughs> for everyone. A Dayman. That's it. Dayman. Oh. Fighter of the Nightman. Oh. Champion of the sun. Oh. <laughs> 